Welcome to the Anchor Essay Podcast hosted by Adlan Khodisho. This is a platform that allows us to share our life experiences and how God is leading us in the modern day world. Don't forget to follow and engage with us on our Instagram and Twitter at anchored_sa and catch up on the latest blogs on our website at www.anchoredsa.online. Hey everyone. Hello everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the Anchor Essay podcast. Uh, this is episode 32. Two, yeah. Yeah, this is our 32nd episode. Um yeah, yeah, we've been gone for a while. It's been what three, four weeks now, Just three. Um if not two. Actually, yeah, I eight. think it's just three, yeah. Yeah, three weeks. We've been gone for three weeks. It's not that we were not, it's not that, yeah, we were tired. It's just that we recorded an episode and we were not happy with it. And then just, and then life got in the way, so we couldn't re-record. Mm. So this is us finally releasing episode number 32. Um, and so today we're going to talk about something very, oh, wait, no. Hi, Khudisho. Ah. I did not greet you. It's fine. You Ish, I'm going to respect you today. They are the people that matter. So I'm no, sure. but you're more important than them, pretty sure. Oh, thanks, Atle. Our friendship is more important. Thanks, thanks. How are I you? I appreciate that. I'm good, man. I'm I'm all right. I'm 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 pretty all right. Yeah. How are you? Okay. I I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Okay, let's let's get into today's episode now that mm. we've gotten the formalities out of the way. So I want to talk about something, ish, yeah, like that has con- it it has convicted me over the past two weeks. It's something that I did not even realize, or maybe I did, but I just ignored, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so about what a week ago, I was just, yeah, what triggered that? Let me think. I want to explain this properly. I think I was just sitting and I was like, hey guys, yes, girls are really boring. Don't judge me, guys. I'm going somewhere. Before you cancel me, I'm going somewhere with this. Please don't cancel me. Just hear me out. I was like, yes, girls are actually boring people, you know? Girls don't have hobbies. Guys have hobbies. I mean, like, look at me. I I watch football. Um, I play PlayStation with my friends. Um, I do CrossFit and like those are pretty interesting hobbies you know it's something that if like I went out with someone and they're like oh what are your hobbies and I said oh yeah I do CrossFit I watch football I watch sports you know I'm a sports guy they'd be like oh yeah no those guys are pretty interesting guy I also read Um, and I was like I but girls girls don't have hobbies you know girls just sit around and talk about their feelings all day it was genuinely how I felt you know Um, and now and then I decided to go and google and I'm like, I googled, why don't girls have interesting hobbies? I know, guys. If if you if you want to cancel me, just wait. I'm going somewhere with this. I'm just showing you that I'm a slot. Um, you are currently cancelled to me right now. I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm sorry. I am so sorry, guys. Like I am flawed. If anything, this should show you that I'm a flawed person. Um, and yeah, I went to Google and I was like, but why don't girls? And 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 I'm not saying that this is all girls. Um, I was saying that, you know. I think in in my mind it was just like a, a majority of the people I know don't have interesting hobbies. 
Um, but yeah, then I went to Google and I was like, hey, actually, why don't females have interesting hobbies? All they do is sit on YouTube and watch, you know, Mikali makeup videos and makeup tutorials and, you know, fashion and they're on Pinterest. Um, and so I Googled, why don't females have interesting hobbies? And I will read this article. Um, I think it was by, was it, was it Forbes? Either Forbes or yeah but one of these publications these american publications Mm -hmm. and the writer was talking about how you know women actually do have hobbies but you know men think that women don't have hobbies because you know we look down on the hobbies that women have for instance makeup um interest in makeup and fashion we look down on it and we just think oh no it's just you know girly things and all of that um and my first reaction was, yeah, okay, sharp. I hear you guys. These might be genuine hobbies. But, like, you know, it's different. With us men, we can watch football with the boys. And, like, we can then talk about football all the time. I could literally hang around with my, with my friends all day. And all we talk about is football. You know, it brings us together. It creates community. Their mm-hmm. hobbies don't create community. And I was quickly then reminded of a connect um one of my connect group meetings where we were talking about you know how a lot of us gents have all these shallow friendships where we never really talk about how we're feeling and how we could spend the entire you know day talking to someone that you don't even know or well maybe even your friend and you never really talk about like you know your feelings and that's why then the suicide numbers are so high and in that yeah and in in that moment (laughs) i realized that yeah this was the misogyny in me speaking you know Mm. um because i i personally always looked down on the hobbies that women had um also like to apologize for the background music uh my sister is watching something on tv and i told her we were recording but she clearly not that but anyway it's not that Okay, that's that's good. But yeah, anyway, um yeah, it really checked my misogyny that you know actually I just assumed that women don't have interesting hobbies, you know. Mm, and it's because I've always looked down on things that are considered hobbies for women. I think we don't get to realize how much of these opinions that we have that are very internalized internalized misogyny that and outside of like the hobbies uh spectrum it it goes on to a lot of things that have just in general been you know very normalized you know like it's just Mm. okay Mm. like um let's just go even specifically to what you're talking about about hobbies like when maybe a girl is interested in let's just talk even about makeup and fashion because these are the things yeah. like they are typically if i can use that term common assist, yeah. yeah a common mm. and associated with girls so much so that it's not seen as maybe an interest it's seen like that's just how a girl is supposed to be you know it's mm. stuff that they are she's supposed, supposed to be girly she's supposed to, be, to yeah yeah they're supposed to enjoy mm. these kind of things but people or 
maybe because of like you say you thought about ah, girls are boring this is just <laughs> whatever but there are people who are you know, <laughs> genuinely <laughs> interested in these these are like their actual interests and this is their hobbies mm. you know? and when we take a look at guys i think maybe sometimes other hobbies if i can say are shunned upon because maybe they're not seen as manly enough like maybe let's mm-hmm. say football mm-hmm. this is the typical thing that mm. is usually associated with males like for me i grew up with my dad and my brother not watching football guys and to me it's so normal mm. <laughs> but i would see sometimes in certain circles i just find them talking about football and i'm like but what do you know <laughs> about this thing because it's the typical thing that is you know expected from them what they are supposed to be interested in so yeah. i think Yeah. When uh, it also just comes down to this like w- when you were talking now I was also just thinking about how I'd probably even maybe because before you know I started being well aware of the fact that football I can say it's a guy thing if I can put it that way I used to mm. feel like guys who are not interested in it were just weird. Does that make sense? Yeah, you're not real men. Yes. <laughs> mm, I hate mm, to admit mm, it. Yeah. But that's yes, the internalized. Yes. You know, we're, we're opening up today. We're opening yeah, up yeah. about and, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and these are the the type of things that you know that are very internalized and the more you you process the the thought process into maybe what you feel like would define a real man if I can say that or find mm. the girl mm. why why would i see her as like boring <laughs> for being the type of person that she is like it makes us question even like our approach also into maybe tackling you know trying to dismantle a couple of these institutions if i can put it that way you know mm. it just it just mm. made me think yeah. more what do we place a person's worth also you know yeah yeah as a man or a woman Um, yeah. and i think i think and i think i want to start with what you know caused all of this i think for me you know i've been comfortable with masculinity um and sometimes toxic masculinity because right now you know i'll say in the past 2 3 years so so let me start by saying you know we are living in a century that has been defined by feminism which is a good thing you know it has allowed That's women good. to Yeah, sorry i'm saying what's up yeah i like that <laughs> i will say yeah yeah no yes um and yes feminism is good because it allows women to have equal rights as men and if we're going to give it in the if we're going to use it in the context of the bible god created men and women equally alike you know he does not see us any different from each other despite us being different so different as yeah. men and women you know he does not love us any differently um and so you know feminism has been an amazing thing but then we've also then transitioned into a stage where then it became toxic and we have toxic feminism you know we you know people who've used feminism or have you know masked, masked themselves as feminism advocates have come out and have decided to then you know genuinely hate men you know I don't know what the female version of misogyny is, you know, which is not healthy. Um and it 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 has sort of 
you know, I'd say crippled the feminist movement yes. because feminist, the feminist movement genuinely stands for, I think, I personally think that the feminist movement stands for things that are genuinely, you know, true. And yes. I, I believe in a lot of the things, but then you have this sort of sub-genre of toxic feminists who then, you know, are just like, yeah, let's kill all men and throw them into a river and like, you know, let this world just be a world full of women only, which I don't think is is right, you know, the same way I don't think that misogyny is right, but I still think that masculinity is good, you know? True. Um, and, and so then... As you're talking... Yeah, you, want, you wanted to add something? Um, as you're talking about also feminism, I really like how, you know... Um, you talk about the toxic uh, feminism because I think it's stuff that we don't like to go too much into because for some reason it seems Mm. as though we are just disregarding the whole feminism movement and I like how yeah yeah, I like how uh, Chimamanda defined feminism it's just basically the equality because we're trying to fight for the equality mm. of both men and women. And obviously we're fighting women, more yeah. in terms for women because they are the ones who were unfortunately, you know, marginalized. O- oppressed. About. Yes. Yeah. So I um, always think, Ori, when it even comes to feminism, it actually can benefit men. <laughs> and I don't think mm, yes. a lot of guys can get to see how much it also gets to benefit them because patriarchy is something that is, just it can be you know really leading to like the toxic masculinity that you just mentioned in passing right now it can do that Mm. like you get um people who won't feel like they are they matter men who won't feel like they matter just because maybe they don't have enough money um to their female mm. parts mm. or men who feel like oh my gosh yeah. i'm gonna talk about my feelings no i'm not weak it's not it's not the case and mm. i think when when yeah. i look at feminism i look at it like that i'm like hey yo man this is benefiting you too because this is dismantling yes. the patriarchy yes. that even hurts men more than sometimes yeah. they realize you know mm, mm, mm. that's true that's true um and i think you know as i was saying with the with the feminist movement that you know as much as it benefits us men i think because of you know this toxic feminism men have then decided that yazi we're just going to cancel out this entire movement mm-hmm. and that's why when someone then comes to a man and says i'm feminist automatically we think oh yeah no they're just a toxic feminist you know mm-hmm. um because it's just been crippled by a few a group of people who've decided that you know what we're just going to take things way too far you know mm-hmm. um and, and I think about it this way. It's like if the Black Lives Matter movement, which is a movement that tries to, you know, show the importance of Black people and how they're being oppressed in, in the US, would just then decide that, you know what, they're going to start a sub-movement where they say Black Lives Matter and White Lives Don't Matter, you know? Um, that's exactly what toxic feminism is, and it's not what feminism stands for. And I think for me, um, I've been comfortable with, you know, a, a, the both unhealthy and healthy parts of my um, masculinity because I've just written of feminism as an entirety because of this small group of, you know, 
toxic feminist. I, I um, want to know and so, what, hmm. what unhealthy parts would you say that you got comfortable with? I, I just I just told you I, this is the entire thing. Um, this whole you know girls are, are boring people. I mean it's things that like that where they are probably they've probably always been there, but I've never bothered to question. Yeah, you know, hmm. because I've just been like this is what makes a man. Um, and like right now I'm at a point where I'm starting to, you know, read the word more and specifically focus on what the role of a man is in his family you know mm-hmm. um and it's also making me question then what the role of me as a man you know in society is um and so you know things like money things like you know whether the man should earn more money than the woman i probably would not have questioned it if it wasn't for feminism Mm. Um, and if I had just decided to be hard-headed and decide that yes, a man should earn more than a woman um, mm. because the man is the provider, then mm. I would not really understand what the Bible is saying about, you know, the man being the head. Sure. You know? um, and how, you know, providing is not necessarily financially providing. Um, and that, you know, my worth as a man is not about me bringing in a hundred thousand rands every month when my wife brings in ten thousand you know mm. um it's more about you know me genuinely leading my family both in my values and you know in the word in mm. in my belief system mm. you know in, in in even habits you know it's it's more than just yeah. about you know yeah. attaching my value to to monetary things mm. yeah and- yeah and as you as you say that I think even when we now even maybe get to define ourselves like what am I as a woman in society you know mm. and in my family mm. what am I as a man in society my family in the church or wherever what I think w- when you talk about the value I think it's something that can confuse us a lot that what do we find mm. our worth and value in. You know, is my worth yeah. will it be in the money I make? Will it be in the fact that, you know, I'm a huge, uh, I'm working, you know, maybe in the tech industry and I'm one of like the five girls out of a hundred men, you know, do I attach mm, my mm. value to that? Do I attach my worth to that? You know, I think the the question of what my value is and, and what my worth is shouldn't be like, awesome, like to attain certain stuff. Yes, it's great, but like, we should be careful what we attach our value and worth towards because that will yeah. also, you know, uh, determine how we walk through life or we even see life or do life, you know? Mm, mm, I agree. I agree. And I think, I think for me, for me, what I've realized is that in order to figure that out, you need to go read the word, you know, hear what the word says about us, mm. what, is the value of a person where when we say that the person is amazing you know you look at people who've you know throughout the bible have been regarded as amazing people or people after god's heart what were the, the traits and the qualities they possessed was it that they were you know smart people was it that they were hardworking? was it that you know they had the biggest companies I don't think it's any of that, you know. Yes. The one important thing was that they were after God's heart, that they 
they put God first, you know. And I think then once you are once you become that person who is constantly trying to search for the heart of God, even in your career, you know, even when you're going to tech and you're one of the biggest, you know, people in Silicon Valley as Hudishu, um, it will not determine you because you know that the one thing that you're after, even in your workplace, is after the heart of God. Mm. And I, yeah. I always yeah. think of, you know, when it comes down to, you know, whether it's like feminism or, or whatsoever, when mm. you take that, that approach in terms of, you know, the one thing I want to be is a person who is after the heart of God. I always think how things would fall into place, <laughs> you know, Imagine if mm, that mm. was our approach to two things. One, t- the type of person I want to be is a person who's after the heart of God. A person yeah. who's after the heart of God, loves God with their heart, strength, mm. everything, right? And they also mm, treat mm. their neighbor as they love their neighbor as they love themselves, right? Themselves, and yeah. And they put love first. And we put love first. So if we mm. approach life in that manner, that's why you see or you will treat your other counterpart, whether it will be your female or your male counterpart, the same way as you would like treat yourself. And it will be from obviously a point of, you know, equality. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very important for us to find our identity in, in God. Because then everything else flows out of that, you know, yeah, being a man. Um, two, two, three months ago, I think around June, I was reading a book um, by Morgan Snyder, Becoming a King. And he talks about how, he, well, he's basically explaining his journey um, about how, you know, he became a husband, a father, and halfway through his marriage, um, I think 10 years into his marriage, his wife um, started struggling with depression and she was admitted into a mental health institution. Um, and so he then just had to carry the whole family, you know, take care of the kids, make sure that her, his wife is also, you know, recovering well. Mm-hmm. And it was at that point he realized that actually he doesn't have everything figured out. You know? Yeah. Um, and so then he started going on this journey of trying to rediscover his identity in God. And he, the one thing that he always emphasizes is the importance of being a man, as a man. Now, this, is, this, is, this was a book written for me, per se. Mm. Um, it wasn't necessarily for women. Um, but the one thing he emphasizes is that, you know, being a man is important because it's what I've been created to be. And now we live in a world where, you know, we are trying to water it down for both men and women. You know, we're trying to say that, you know, it's okay to be in the middle. It's okay to be, you know, a balanced or a hybrid version of both men and women, you know. Um, And what he then, you know, goes on to emphasize is how, you know, it's important for us to be in touch with the, the parts of ourselves that God has created us differently from, you know, how I've been created differently from you, Hudisho. Mm. To be comfortable and happy with that, that, you know, Hudisho, you are a woman and I'm a man. And it's okay. It's, it's, it's not a bad thing um, because there are 
qualities that you possess that I don't have, but there are also qualities that I possess that I don't have, that you don't have, you know, mm. and it's okay to be that way. But he also then emphasizes the importance of figuring that out in God, you know, yes. figuring out what it means to be a man in God, you mm. know, um, because also there's this part of the world that, you know, um, tries to emphasize that it's, yeah, be a man and like, then you have this toxic masculinity, you know, yeah. this toxic feminism. Mm. And I think it's, 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 we need to get to a point where we realize that feminism is good and equally as good is masculinity. Toxic masculinity is not good. Yeah. Toxic feminism is not good. And mm. we need to be happy with that. And mm. I think you also need to then also be willing to question things in us you know, mindsets that we might have as I figured out that, you know, there are things in my life that are wrong, problematic. Because yeah. a lot of these things we see as we grow up and they become so normalized that only now when we, you know, take a look at ourselves, you know, we judge ourselves, we're like, no, man, this has been so normalized, mm. this has been so internalized inside of me that it's actually not normal and it's not okay you know yeah. my approach to this yeah. or maybe my approach to men in this manner i know for me i will admit and you know this is just me even wrapping up i know a lot mm. of stuff i had to question also because of the influence of social media right sure, With, um, sure. wow i had to question myself in terms of how i viewed and i will be dead honest with you with how i viewed mm. like men right because of mm. um, the people around me, who how how they have had their experiences, and this is not necessarily my experience. Because thank God, I grew up in a loving home, also the present father who also believes in equality, you know, of of, of mm. like sexes and all that. But I mm. realized that when I was looking at how I viewed black men and. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want these people to win so bad that we get to a, a society where like we're just winning, where we see our black men as kings and you know, happy people who are not wrapped up in, you know, the toxic masculinity or so much mm, so if you say mm. like how when the toxic feminism that can take place where they get to a point where they disregard the whole feminism movement as a whole you know mm. I, I always I used to yeah. think that snap I actually used to view like black men in such a manner that I would also disregard them and that yes I know you know it's not our main jobs to build these people but then I think in general it's just our main job to build one another you know so I had to take a look mm. at myself I had to you know judge myself and be like what is also my yes. approach and what could I be doing mm. maybe to push them further or am I actually them pulling sure. them closer to get to a point where we see each other as equals and we love each other as we love mm, ourselves. Mm. Yeah. And I think, wow, as you, as you were saying that, I, I was also reminded that I was in the exact same boat where, you know, with this whole toxic feminism thing and go to a point where, you know, I've seen guys around me be like, yeah, guys, do you see why you know men beat women up? Because of such things, um, you know, and, I think that's exactly what the devil wants to happen. Mm. You know, on one end of the spectrum, he wants women to hate men. Um, 
and not want to build them up. On the other side, he wants men to hate women and not be protectors of men, of women as we are supposed to be. You know? sure. And so it's it's so important to then, you know, check yourself very quickly when you know you you dis, you start to develop that anger for the other gender yes, because sure. of a small group of people who do not mm. who misrepresent either men or women. You know, mm. I think about like things like the the men are trash movement that it's very easy to be like yes no you know the men are trash movement we guys yes we know that it's not all men um but we're just talking about you know the male gender in general but i think what we don't realize is that as women it's easy to internalize that it's easy to be like yeah no men are trash and it's easy not to or to develop a mindset where you no longer want to build up the men around you you know and even one day the man that you marry um and on the other side all the toxic feminism raised. yes all the sudden you raise you know you don't want to build them up because you feel like men are trash and you internalize that on the other side with men you know with feminism it's easy to say yeah women don't deserve rights because you see women want to kill us and women want you know they want to to be above us you know mm-hmm. and then it's easy not to protect women as we are called to do as men because of it and so it's so important for us to to then check ourselves yeah 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 but again i'd recommend go read the bible study the word um because it, 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 it 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 explains what a man is called to do it explains what a woman is called to do you know and one the one's task or the one's purpose is not lesser than the others, you know. You without a doubt. Um, and yeah, and anyone who tries to convince you that the one is lesser than the other is is definitely lying to you. Mm. Mm. Or maybe you're just lying to yourself if you think so, you know. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. the, the truth of the matter is that we all need each other, one way or another. Mm, we really do. Like we, we really can't do, build a society know? if we're trying to create. Let me also just talk. If we can't build a society, if we're trying to create equality for women and disregard men, because I mean, we live with them. <laughs> we can't just cancel them all out. You know, we live with them. We also need their help. And we also can't, you mm. know, create a, a society where we're trying to, you know, combat like the patriarchy and the toxic masculinity without the women, because bottom line mm. is we just need each other if we want to get to you know a point of you know equality and where we are just doing life how it's supposed to be one without one without when the other is not lesser than another yeah yeah and, yeah. and i think god god is funny yes god can be funny sometimes it's crazy that you cannot reproduce without the other gender on top of that one you know as so, as humanity Mm. we cannot develop without each other mm. coming together you know mm. um and so it just shows you the importance of both of us as different as we are yes we met yeah. we are very different from each other but we do need each other either way exactly yeah yeah but yeah that's that's it it, it it reminds me i'm just going to quickly close off by saying mm. um it reminds me of the scripture that says, um, you know, the hand will not, uh, the eye will not look at the hand and say that I cannot live without you. Um, 
I'm just quickly trying to read it. Yeah, please. Um, before we, in, in closing. Because for some reason, I felt like you didn't say it right. <laughs> I could be wrong. I didn't. I'm horrible at... at <laughs> Probably in Corinthians, if it's the scripture I'm thinking about. Yeah, it's, it's definitely someone Peter would say. It's definitely something Peter would say. It says, First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 21. Turn, to, turn with me to First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. Mm-hmm. As you close off. First um, Corinthians 12, verse 21. It says, the eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. While our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has put the body together, giving great honor to the parts that lacked it so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. Mm. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If yeah. one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Mm. Yeah. Well, Peter, um, Peter was talking about, um, he was talking about the church in this case, but I think it, it still makes sense. Yeah, it does. To what it we've does. been saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Paul, not Peter. Paul, you're sorry. When I, like, I thought the whole time I'm thinking the same Paul, but yeah, I think that yeah. that just wraps it up, you know. Yeah. That yeah. we literally need each other. Like we mm. need each other as much as I even like the part where it says if one part suffers, every part suffers with it. You know. Mm. So mm. when yeah. one is pulling the other down, we're all pulling each other down. But if we're lifting each other, exactly, what's a better society for all? Leaving the world mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. than we find it. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. But that's it uh, from us today. Uh, thank you so much for joining in on our uh, episode. Please let us know if you have, you know, as you were listening probably realize some of the internalized you know um opinions of how you view your other counterparts or maybe you know sometimes you may have been on the side of toxic toxic feminism or on the side of toxic masculinity or even as you were just listening you're like wow i need to change in this area please just let us know you can yeah you can email us you can write to us you can even talk to us on our pages and yeah, for now, that'll be it from the from us. And we really hope you enjoy the rest of your day, your evening, your week, your month. <laughs> and yeah, that's it from Anchored SA. We love you so much and God bless you. Bye.